Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Okay, welcome to the show, everyone. Today, I have a special guest, Mark, Mr. Productivity. I'm excited to share uh, your message with the world, so I'm excited to get to know you. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me here, Dan, and I will say my last name is Strucheski. I, I didn't want to torture Dan and uh, have him try to figure out how to say the name, but I am Mr. Productivity, which is pretty cool. If you go Google Mr. Productivity, I come up, so that's a pretty cool problem to have. That's awesome. And I'm sure we're going to get into the story of how you got to become Mr. Productivity. But um, I always like to hear, like, tell me a little bit about your background, where you grew up and what family life what was like. And what uh, I grew you. up, I was born and raised in Rochester, New York, uh, only child. I think after my parents had me, they said, oh, oh, oh uh, that one's enough. We can't handle more. We know he's going to be a handful. And I was. Uh, so I went to high school up in Rochester, went to college up in Rochester. And then some, something happened in June of 1996. I came down and visited Houston, Texas and fell in love with it. Apparently you have a, a similar story for where, why you live where you live. Mm -hmm. And in July of 1997, I moved down here because I wanted to get away from the snowstorms and the blizzards. And for those of you listening who are not from the north, blizzards and snowstorms are different. Uh, I didn't like the ice, didn't like the cold. I didn't like look at the long range forecast and seeing single digits. I said, no, I'm done. And so I uh, divorced my first wife in November 20, uh, 2002 and married my current wife in March 2003 and been married to her 17 years. And I have two daughters from a previous marriage and I, I love what I do. I'm a speaker, I'm a trainer. Um, I've got courses, membership sites. I, I just love life. Every day uh, I wake up ready to serve the world. One thing, two things maybe people don't know about me. Number one, I was born legally blind in my left eye. So I have absolutely no vision in my left eye. Second thing is August 29th, 2017, I decided to run at least one mile every single day and I've not missed a day since. So I get up every day at five o'clock in the morning at 5.15 in the morning, I'm out running my three miles. Wow, that's awesome. So, so how did you cultivate that discipline? Well, we had a hurricane back in 2017, August 25th to the 27th uh, here in Houston. Uh, Hurricane Harvey dropped like 51 inches of rain. A lot of the city was flooded. But during that, uh, during that three days, uh, I read an article on runnersworld.com that says what I learned from running one mile a day for 250 days in a row. And I read the article and I said, huh, I could run a mile every day. And so... Uh, August 29th, when the when the storm had left our left our part of the town, and we didn't flood as much as the other parts did, I started running, and I ran one day, and then that became two days, which became ten, which became fifty, and I'm like, wow, now I'm you know over 1,200 days in a row, and and uh, I, I can't imagine not running. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, I got to get up and run. I, I get up, I I'm like, well, I get the run today because I have legs and I can actually, I have the physicality to go running. A lot of people, you know, they, they don't, they don't take care of themselves. So they get off, they can't get off the couch except to get more Doritos or Oreos. So I'm trying to take care of myself. I'm 55 years young and I'm trying to take care of myself and trying to make at least the triple digits. And if not beyond, because 
that's what I want to do. You can't do it if you don't take care of yourself. So for me, I get really uh, sad if it's raining in the morning because uh, when we had our winter storm here uh, in February of 2021, um, I had to run in the house because I have my limits. I'm not going to go running when it's below 25 degrees outside. And the wind chills like 17 here in Houston. I'm not running outside. So I had to run in the house, which I don't like to run in the house because you're just running up and down the hallway and around the living room and back. And it's not fun, but I've not missed a single day. That's awesome. So, so what was your first, uh, you know, in your entrepreneurial journey, what was your first venture? My first venture was, well, I got fired from my corporate job in July of 2005. And so I said, oh, I'll be an entrepreneur. Didn't know what it was, didn't know how to spell it, but I wanted to be one. So I, the first venture was a wedding and portrait photographer. Uh, I wasn't good at it. It failed. But one thing that came out of it was my love for public speaking and training. Because now we're talking back in 2005, Facebook was a baby, Twitter was a baby. There was no Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, LinkedIn. Um, it was just, you know, people used email marketing and they used direct response, um, you know, direct mail. And I said, you know, I wonder if I started speaking and as a way to promote my business. And so I went to a, one of the ladies I went to Bible study class with, who's a speaker. And I'm like, Hey, how do I, can, how do I become a speaker? I don't know anything about it. And so she gave me some direction. And, and so even though the first venture failed, what the love came out of it was speaking, which came into training, which now I have my own podcast. So everything just flowed from that first venture. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then was there ever a moment where you had uh, some challenges come up? Uh, well, getting fired was a pretty big challenge. I, right. And I, I, I always reflect, you know, when you're first fired, you're like, oh, that company sucks. I don't like them, my boss. But then now I look back at it. I mean, oh my gosh, it's been like 17 years or 16 years, however long it's been since I've fired. And I'm so thankful I was fired because had I not been thankful, would I be Mr. Productivity? Would I have my podcast? Would I have my own business? Probably no. I probably still work for that company. And so that really jolted me. It's more like mama bird kicked me out of the nest. And it's not been a, it's not been an easy ride as I went through, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do. And I didn't get into productivity until 2011. And, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. I, I thought that when I first got into entrepreneurship, oh, you just hire coaches and you, you pay for courses and masterminds. No, the answer is you got to hire the right coaches and get the right coaches, uh, mentors and the right courses. I didn't do that. So I was spending money left and right. And as a result, you know, I was going broke because I just thought any coach would do any course would do. And that's not the case. Right. Yeah. So, so it's uh, fascinating to hear that, you know, cause obviously we're in a similar industry as far as knowing about the internet marketing world and the business world that, you know, what, and the game we get to play here in this, in, in this environment, you know, like I was talking to somebody the other day and I mentioned something that was like, you know, had COVID and everything that's happened in the world the past year happened 10 years ago, you know, and we didn't have this video component for connection and all that, like it would have been a much different scenario. I mean, we would have figured out some solutions, right? Which mm -hmm. maybe teleclasses, you're old enough to figure that oh, out. Oh, yes. I remember yeah. those. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it's like, those were the days. It's like, yeah, it's like this thing with Clubhouse now. Like, everybody's out there raving about Clubhouse. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. Is it like teleclasses? We're trying to go backwards here, right? <laughs> like, I know there's some value there, but like, it's a different yeah. You know, what amazes me is people say, Mark, how come you're not in Clubhouse? Mark, how come you're not in Clubhouse? I'm like, why do I have to be in Clubhouse? Well, it's the hottest thing. I'm like, listen, I, when I became an entrepreneur in 2005, I was told there's three rules to be a success, successful entrepreneur. Number one, 
build your email list. Number two, build your email list. Number three, build your email list. So I started doing that and I go, Ooh, Facebook. And I would lose focus. Right. I come back to the list. I go, Ooh, Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. And I kept losing focus. Right. Had I never lost focus, there's no telling how many people I have on my email list. Right. The point is like, I'm the host of the Mark Strzeski podcast. I own that. So even if Apple podcasts and Google podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio and Stitcher, they ban me. Who's going to ban Mr. Productivity? I right. still have all those interviews. Okay. Uh, my email list. I own all that content. My, my courses and my membership. I own all that. You don't own Clubhouse or Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or LinkedIn or Twitter or TikTok. You don't own them. And so many people are saying this is my home. I know people go out and get a, a website, a URL, and it directs to their Facebook page or Instagram. Like, what are you doing? You don't own those platforms. And so I do have Mark Stucheski on Clubhouse. I've never been on Clubhouse. And I'm like, well, it's fun. I said, first of all, they say it's dropping audio. It's really audio only Zoom. That's all it is. And number two, I keep hearing the word addicting, addictive. I keep hearing it all the time. Oh, I, I spent seven hours on Clubhouse. <laughs> well, you did no work that day. And so I, I'm Mr. Productivity. And I don't want to tell people, hey, go on Clubhouse and waste your day listening to all these platforms. So I will not. I mean, I've actually gone countercultural. I've actually gone back to Snapchat. And what, what's really interesting about Snapchat is they were tried to buy, everybody knows Facebook tried to buy them in 2013. They didn't mm -hmm. buy it. Google tried to buy them in 2016. They didn't buy it. So all these big companies are trying to buy Snapchat. They're not selling. There's something there. And so I've gone back on the Snapchat during the two and a half years. Totally changed. You've got profiles now. You can pin stuff now. And I think thing is a fun platform. So what I do is LinkedIn's my home base. Okay. When I'm talking home base, I mean social media. Okay. And then Snapchat, I do for fun. Okay. I, I share stuff on Snapchat and I'm getting people connecting with me because they follow me on Snapchat. I want to be the red airing. I want to be, everyone's on Instagram. Everyone's on TikTok. Everyone's on uh, a clubhouse. I'm on Snapchat. People go, why are you on Snapchat? Because there's less people on Snapchat. You're trying to find your way. Uh, like uh, the blue ocean strategy book I'm reading now. Uh, you know, that's the red ocean clubhouse, is the red ocean, Facebook, Instagram, the red ocean, Snapchat, is a is a is a blue ocean. I want to be in. I want to be with Snapchat is. And so here's the thing: no one can tell you what's right or wrong. You have to decide what you want to do. And for me, it's my email list, my podcast. Those are number one and two, and then LinkedIn and Snapchat. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's perfect. Like when when you think about the you know especially with what you do with Mr. Productivity is like at the end of the day, distractions are what yep disable us and paralyze us and not not actually get us to where we want to go, right? And we wonder why, right? It's like, it's like, it's like oh, because I'm spending seven hours on Clubhouse, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you, you're aware of this, but like, you know, a lot of the people that are raving about the success are usually some of the influencers that, that have large lists, right? That they, they can push 500, 1,000 people to a, to a meeting. Yep. Right? Um, so it's, you know, to me, that's deceptive marketing. They're just saying, oh, look how great it is. Well, it's great because you already have this following. You're just using the <laughs> platform. Like you would invite somebody to Zoom, right? Yep. It's just a different different environment, right? And I'm sure it has its benefits. And I know some people are doing well with it. If it works for them, that's great. But, you know, at the end of the day, it could be a distraction, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so um, in your business journey now, right, uh, being, you know, very clear on what's, what's productive, what you want, you know, the productivity that you've created for yourself, you know, to be more productive and clear on what you want. What were some areas that like when you started to see yourself go off the rails, right? And kind of 
get maybe distracted or have some challenges or some obstacles that come up? Like, what are some practices that you go through to get yourself back in alignment? You know, it's interesting. You mentioned, you know, COVID-19 and some people look at it as a blessing and some as a curse. My wife was in the travel industry and she got furloughed in March of 2020. And as an entrepreneur, as most entrepreneurs I know, we're control freaks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was not only creating all the content for the podcast, the courses, whatnot, I was doing all the behind the scenes things. When I finally came to my senses, which took a very long time, Dan, mm-hmm. and I let her do all that stuff, it frees me up to be a better content creator. Right. So when I'm planning my days, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do today? Okay. There's stuff my wife, Michelle can do that she's really good at. She's not a content creator. She does the stuff behind the scenes. So what do I need to do? So when I sit down and plan my day, how I say productive and I'm like, okay, what do I need to do today? What does my, what do my clients need? What do my prospects need? And I focus on that because I used to have, my days were so scattered. I was like, okay, I do the podcast and do the podcast production. Now, now I don't do all that stuff. I don't do the proofreading. Like when I record videos for my, my membership site, I could record the videos and then my wife edits them and uploads them because that's not what I should be doing. Right. I should be creating the content. And I think since I let that go, probably like September, 2020, my content has gotten better because now I'm only focusing on creating content and coaching people. I'm not doing the behind the scenes stuff. And it took me a long time to get there. So the answer to your question, a couple of things. One, I plan my time. Number two, I don't get down on myself if I do go on Snapchat or if I go on LinkedIn or if I go outside and play with the dog. People make a mistake of planning every minute of their day. And you can't do that. I I work in 50 minute increments. So when I'm planning my day, my calendar is set up for 50 minute increments. So Mm -hmm. I will schedule something from like 10 to 1050. My Apple watch goes off at 50 minutes past the hour. That's my clue to get up, walk around, walk around Mm -hmm. the block, go do jumping jacks, go do something. Cause we're never intended to sit behind our screens all the time. And this is one of the things that really concerns me. We're sitting behind endless zoom calls, or I use Google meet, whatever the case may be. And we're not getting up enough. And what's happening is we're gaining weight. We're getting unhealthier. Our blood pressure is going up because we're not taking care of ourselves. And I think people need to be, one of my favorite words is intentionality. You have to be intentional about taking care of yourself. Yes, you need to be on those Zoom calls, but don't make back-to-back Zoom calls. Okay. I've got a client right now and her, her, um, her company's always putting back-to-back calls. You got to say, listen, you got to have a break there. You need to like walk outside or go do something. You we're not, if we, I'm afraid if we keep doing this, then God's going to take our legs away. Say, okay, you're not walking. I'll just take the, you'll just be a stump. And, yeah. you know, I make light of that, but you know, back in the day before computers, we didn't, we walked everywhere. We didn't have cars. We walked everywhere. Right. And I, and I, back then they didn't have obesity problems unless you're like King David or something like that, where you have all the food in the world, right. you're, the people starve. But I think we need to, we need to care about our health. I'm 55 years young. And I said earlier, I want to make it to 100 years old only do that if I'm taking care of myself. Right. And so the answer to your question is it's very intentional about how I'm productive. I know what distracts me and I know what doesn't. And if I know something distracts me, I try to remove myself. Either I remove the distraction in case of notifications on your phone, or if it's someone's talking too much, I'll go to another location. I'll remove myself. Right. Yeah, that's good. So, so there's definitely, um, you know, lots of all in moments around all of that, but like, you know, if you look at, um, 
no, you know, first step is obviously becoming aware, right? And there's this drive to say, okay, look, if you don't take care of yourself, because I we see it, you know, far too often is like you'll see entrepreneurs that are, you know, they're amazing in their business and making money, but then they struggle in their health, they're not taking care of themselves, or their relationships are suffering, right? Or they may be struggling in the spiritual sense of like, you know, disconnected from you know whatever they believe, right? Um, so you know, the health obviously is, you know, super important, right? Um, because if you're not a optimi you know, optimized and running at your best version of you and taking care of you, then how are you showing up for your clients, you know, or, you know, your business and your family yep. and all those things, right? So really important stuff. So from a, um, from the perspective of, um, I want to hear how, like, how you became Mr. Productivity. Like, what was it that was like, <laughs> I, I've got to give due credit to Jeff Young. Uh, he's one of my connections on LinkedIn. He said one post to me, he says, you know, you're no, you, I'm going to call you Mr. Productivity. Mm -hmm. And and so at first I didn't do anything with it. He goes, you got to go grab that hashtag. So I have the hashtag Mr. Productivity. Whenever I post on like LinkedIn or I don't use Facebook, Instagram or Twitter anymore. Or when I post on TikTok, I always use the hashtag Mr. Productivity. Uh, I went out and got the domain, mrproductivity.com, which directs to markstrucheski.com. Mm -hmm. One of my dreams is one of these days, people will be able to spell Strucheski and go to my site directly. <laughs> but right now, just go to mrproductivity.com and I'll redirect you. And I, I just, so I didn't call myself Mr. Productivity. Other people started calling me Mr. Productivity. And so it's so, and what it, what's funny is it's so helpful when I'm on shows like yours, because if I say go to marksjesse.com, that's M-A-R-K-S-T-R-U-C-Z-E-W-S-K-I. People go, what? But if I say go to mrproductivity.com, the only thing I have to worry, are they going to go M-R productivity? No, it's Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. I have a better shot of people right. making it to mrproductivity.com <laughs> than marksjesse.com. So ever since then, I've been known as Mr. Productivity. And I was so excited, Dan, I'll share this with you. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went and Googled Mr. Productivity. I'm on the front page of Google. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. And so I thought, it, okay, it's cast because of me. So I started asking my friends around the world, hey, go Google Mr. Productivity.com. Or sorry, Mr. Productivity. Matter of fact, I want you to go in an incognito tab. So there's no cast there. And everybody kept telling me, oh yeah, you're on the front page. I'm like, that is so cool. I didn't even know that. It was so cool. It just, it was just there. So if people are looking for Mr. Productivity on Google, I come up on the first page, I'm the first hit, which you can't even buy that. I'm like, I don't even know when that happened, to be honest with you, but I'm so thankful it did because people are finding me just because they hear me on a show and they go, Mr. Productivity. They don't know to go to mrproductivity.com. They go Google Mr. Productivity and there I go. It's, it's wow. unbelievable. That's great. So, you know, it's interesting how, you know, I always like to find out how things came to be, right? So, you know, you branding yourself, that obviously came from, you know, someone else's insight, right? Yeah. Which even triggered me thinking about some of the things people have told me saying, why am I not using that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good stuff. So, so if someone's in uh, on their entrepreneurial journey, maybe they got fired from a job or they're furloughed right now and their challenges obviously going on in the world that may make it a little bit more challenging for them. Right, but they're you know in a place where they're making some key decisions, maybe in their business they've started. Um, what would you share with them? You know, what would be like the one thing you would tell them to get clear on and and you know to to start striving towards the things that they're after? Instead, instead of spending so much time watching or consuming the news or consuming all these frivolous social media stories and content, start reading. I'm an avid reader. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I, I know the sad part about my life is there will not be enough time in my life to read all the books I want to read. Why? Because there's new books coming out all the time. There's books I'm going to want to read in 2022 that haven't been written yet or are in the process of being written. Right. I love reading. I think books are the best uh, value for your money because like I'm reading right now a book by Adam Grant called The Originals. Okay. If I sat down and Adam Grant wrote that or read that book to me, probably had to pay him thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. but I got the book for $17. And yeah. I don't think people understand the value. You're, you're reading all the research, all the research and um, you know, interviews that this author did. He put them in the book and sold to you for between 15 and $25. And you get all the information for that low price. And when people go, oh, I don't want to read, I'll just get my information from LinkedIn or, or Facebook. I'm like, really? I, I promise you. I just, the guest I interviewed on my show before yours, uh, he said, if someone asked me, should they get an MBA? And he goes, no, just go read the top 20 books and whatever thing you want to learn in. Cause you'll get number one, it's cheaper. Right. And number two, you'll learn more relevant information. You don't want to pay tuition fees and all this other stuff. So I can't underestimate the power of reading. And here's the thing about reading. If you are unfortunate not to have any money, there's these things called libraries <laughs> and you can go get a book for free. So, but the problem is very few people go to libraries because they, they want the dream job, but they don't want to learn. And one of the things people have noticed about me is that I'm, they say, well, you're become a much better interviewer on your show. And I said, it's gotta be because I'm reading so many different books. And when you become very well read, you can ask better questions. And so I would tell people without spending a ton of money, don't get a course or hire a coach, go, what, what do you want to learn? And then go look at the top 20 books, go buy the top two, three books and start reading them. I'm telling you, it's the best investment you can make. Awesome. That's, that's great advice. I love it. Right. And um, appreciate you sharing that because it's definitely going to support some people that just take some next steps without, you know, making it complicated, which we mm -hmm. tend to do. Right. I mean, yep. yeah. So awesome. So I appreciate you taking the time here as we close out. How do people find out more about you? Everything you can want to know about me is at mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. One of the things you won't see on my website, and this is really fascinating, I'll share this with your audience and you. Uh, I took Marie Folio's B-School in 2020, mm -hmm. and one of the things she talks about in the course is don't have social media icons on your homepage because you work so hard to get people to your homepage and they go, they see your, your Facebook icon and then they go to Facebook and all of a sudden they're looking at their friends pictures. And they forgot about you. Right. So when they go to, when you go to my mrproductivity.com, what you can do is you can sign up to be a Mark Chesky insider, which is my email newsletter. And when you do that, you get my top five productivity tips. Okay. Then you get to find out where I am on social media. Okay. I don't want you following me on social media. I want you to be a Mark Straczewski insider because those people get everything about me first. That's awesome. Well, I thank you for sharing your message and, uh, you know, the impact you're helping, you know, helping people with in the world. I'm excited to see, you know, the continued journey and, and also to, for us to stay connected because, you know, we all need more, uh, more people like us out there impacting the world, right? Which is why part of the reason why we do what we do is, you know, create that ripple effect, right? And help people get out of their own way, right? And Absolutely. And so I appreciate you being here, Mark. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here to serve you and your listeners.
We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.